0: Good afternoon, welcome to the Mr. Irrelevant Podcast. It is Thursday, June 1st. Again, I say again because it's the first time we've ever done two podcast episodes in one day. Very special. And as if that wasn't special enough, I am joined by the first guest in Mr. Irrelevant Podcast history. It is our CAPS correspondent, Brad Parker. Brad, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much. It's like an SBL reunion.
0: I know SBL Sports Bloggers Live for the very few of you out there who aren't familiar with. They all know. They old, all know. our old podcast from like <laughs> ten years ago when you had to actually listen on an iPod. <laughs> 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 uh, yes. Yeah, so, and,
1: and now it's the Mister iPod.
0: Yes, so uh, we've come full circle. Uh, we were gonna we were gonna play around with the branding. I was I was I was noodling around with Mister I four ninety five for a while, like a Bellway reference. Mm-hmm.
1: Like nice, nice.
0: But then I just figured, nobody knows what Mr. Irrelevant is to begin with, so we should just stick with that and try to build up. Just build the one brand, right?
1: No, I like this. You go with Mr. iPod, you get sued by Apple. That builds your name. I like it.
0: <laughs> Put me on the map. Um, okay, so I've been doing this podcast for a couple of weeks, talking to myself. It's gone great, believe me.
1: Um, oh, I've listened on two continents. <laughs>
0: oh, wow, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, if you... If you out there, listeners, are uh, uh, interested in Brad's world travels, just go to MrRelevant.com and you can read. (laughs) uh, One of his recent posts was he kind of previewed the Stanley Cup final matchup between the Penguins and the Predators from a Caps fan's point of view. Um, So let's talk about that a little bit, first of all. Yeah, sure. Aside from the Penguins having disposed of the Capitals and them being like our natural rivals... What are the other storylines that are kind of running through this series that that right. Caps fans would care about? Well,
1: I think I think the two biggest ones, and and I'm sure if you follow it at all from a from a DC perspective, you've heard about it. Obviously, Barry Trotz, the Caps coach, was coach of the Preds from their, uh from day one. He was their initial coach. He built them up from scratch. He made them relevant, made them very good, got them to the playoffs, and uh, couldn't get them past the first round. I think they got to the second round one time, but they were, you know, perennially in the playoffs and always out in the first round. So basically, one step behind us.
0: Right, okay, so um, they were the, the capitals of, of the South. exactly
1: exactly and and there were there were you know as you mentioned other ties other capital-esque or as you eloquently say other Mm capsy uh elements to this team and but but you know trotz is the biggest one and of course then he came to us and has done exactly what everyone else has done gotten us to president trophies and second round um
0: well the the, other thing that you mentioned in the post was about forsberg about philip forsberg yeah. And you know, as a Caps fan who kind of comes and goes with the, with the tide, um, I, I was aware of him. Like I knew he was mm-hmm. a first round pick and like kind of you know one of the young, like the young young guns. Um, but at the time he was traded, like was that obviously it, a shitty move, or was it like ah oh, this might work out, let's win now?
1: It, it was, was devastating when it happened. happened. So if you were if you were. Um, Dumb enough to be a Caps fan like I am, like a crazy Caps fan. When they drafted him, when he fell into our lap, it was, you know, it's like when you're, you're a Terps fan and every once in a while you hear about this recruit that's coming, right? Or you're a Skins fan and you look at the draft and you can't believe that this guy keeps slipping, right? It was the same thing. And granted, we were a team that was so built around offense, and this was another forward, but he was so talented and so good, and everything you heard was so great about this guy. And you bring him in and, and he's like another another backstrom, but a backstrom that scores, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his skill was just elite. And now you're like, there's, I mean, there's no way that teams can stop us with an Ovi, a Backstrom and a Forsberg and the other guys that we had, like you spread these guys over a few lines and and there's nothing you can do about it. Like you have to pick a line to stop and we're going to score at will. Um, and you know, he wasn't here yet. He was overseas. He had some time. He was coming. And as he was coming, he was coming over in the spring we were gonna. He was gonna be in the minors, and you know, I think there were some people thinking maybe he comes up for the playoffs, and then out of nowhere, uh, McPhee made that trade, and uh, it, it was it was shocking. For and, or was and it
0: Martin Erat? Is that name? Martin
1: Erat. Mm. And pardon me. <laughs> yeah, because you know. It wasn't his fault, but he's a rat, as far as we're concerned. <laughs> you <know? Absolutely>
0: named. <laughs> yeah. Rodent. <Rated. laughs>
1: and he was here extremely briefly, um, and did absolutely uh, nothing to change who we are in the playoffs. So
0: how how um, good is how good is Forsberg now? I mean, like I look at say like his stat sheet, and it's like, oh, yeah. he's a 30 goal scorer, that sort of thing. But like, does that tell the story, or is he? I mean, is he a star yeah. level guy?
1: yeah he is I mean he's he's still young right he's still young he's consistently getting 30 goals and he's consistently getting 30 goals with Nashville right, right. so it's not an extremely talented team they're a good team they're a really good team they're in the Stanley Cup finals but it, it's not I mean put Nick Baxter on a line with him and, and you know he's a 40 50 goal scorer probably right. Right. um and, you know, his name is Forsberg. I imagine that him and Nick Backstrom would have a little chemistry, right? <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, they probably have the same sense of humor.
1: Yeah, exactly. They probably ride bikes together.
0: They're just, like, referencing, um, like, Swedish pop stars. They're like, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> love them. I mean,
1: love... ABBA? I don't know. And, and then throw in uh, Marcus Johansson, put the three of them on a line,
0: and then, yeah. well,
1: nothing else happens, but whatever. Yeah, um, are we
0: sure Ovechkin didn't, like, orchestrate this? <laughs> like, or, like <laughs> let's not tilt the balance.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I think he would have been okay with it. I think he would have been okay. But, are we yeah. sure
0: Ovechkin didn't order the code red on Sidney Crosby in Game 2? That, yeah. that was beautiful. That was beautiful. And And,
1: I mean, that was insane.
0: Uh, so that hurts that he got away, but it's not really like a reason to root against, like no. we're, we're all still rooting for Nashville. Like
1: he didn't, he didn't ask places. to be traded. Yeah. And, and, you know, as I said in the post, you know, GM, GM, uh, McPhee, he, mm. I mean, honestly, that's what ended up getting him fired here. I think in the end that was, that was what did it. Uh-huh. Um, so he paid the price and, and I, and I think we might be in a better place because of that, I think McClellan's done a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, although some people might be arguing that as we sit here in June without hockey yet again.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. There will be games in like five weeks. There will be games again in like <laughs> That's a
1: valid point. That's a valid point.
0: Um, well, While we're talking about GMs, um, yeah. po- you mentioned uh, Dave Poyle. uh who i didn't realize went to nashville like i you know because i didn't even know there was a team in nashville until like last month
1: (laughs) and because if you knew david poyle you (laughs) thought he was like 107 years old by now
0: so he left he was a longtime gm until when how long was he with the caps
1: he was with the caps from what 82 to like 97 so i think he left the year before we made the stanley cup finals okay Great. so kind of the reverse of barry Trotts, right he yeah. was here when we were nothing built us up got us right to the precipice you know had us there on the, on the edge every year um and then paid that same price like couldn't get us over the top and finally they were like that's enough and then they brought in mcphee uh and then one year later when the stanley cup finals
0: there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of mojo happening with the series, with the Caps, yeah. and with the Predators. Yeah. Like this is why I wanted you to kind of lay it out. It's, it's um, pretty
1: crazy. And then, and then, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the team they're playing against is uh, Pittsburgh. We played against them also.
0: Okay, so this is a question that my son asked me this morning because he's very upset about this, <laughs> these playoffs. He's six year old. Six years old doesn't really understand. Uh, well, I mean, what, what is there to understand? Our team sucks, and their team is good. Um, <laughs> But his, his like best friends live next door, these twin boys, these monsters from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I hate and those kids. And they love the penguins. Like their whole family yeah. loves the penguins. They're the worst. And my son is like increasingly distraught about this situation. So today he asked me, Good. have the Cats like ever beaten the penguins? <laughs> and they, yeah, they did. It was like an oddest question. Yeah. And I'm, I was like, I haven't looked it up yet, but when did that happen? Like, when did in a playoff series, when did they beat the God, it was in the 90s. <laughs> it,
1: was um, for, it
0: was, like, <laughs> way before this, your lifetime, kid. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so, God, it must have been the third or fourth time we played them in the playoffs. Oh. And, you know, it, it's funny because this, it, the way you think about us playing against them in the playoffs was right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um. Because right from the beginning, there were all of these weird scenarios where we would go up two games to none and lose the series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was the, uh, the the famous four overtime game. Um, we had actually won the first two games in Pittsburgh and then came home for game three. Um, Lemieux got in a fight, and got ejected in the third period. So now we're up two games to none. We're playing at home. Lemieux out. The game ends up going to the final minute of the fourth overtime. And I think it was Peter Nedved scores. Pittsburgh wins. They, of course, come back, win the series. I was actually at that game. And I remember coming home, and that game went so late. That was when it, it was pre Uh, CSN it was still uh, home team sports and they used to replay the games uh, start to finish I remember getting home and the replay was already in the second period when I went to bed and I got (laughs) up to go to work and the game was still going it Uh, was
0: what you've described is very capsy
1: it was very Capsy. So way back then, Caps pens was already Caps pens and it always seemed to go this way. And there's always something weird that happens. There was, you know, a Justin Bieber concert so we have to move the date of a game. And, you know, I mean, just something weird always happens and we always blow it.
0: This is why I've encouraged my son to exhibit his own free will in choosing who he roots for. <laughs> 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 I mean, I've even said, you know, Penguin's fine. No, cowboy's fine. It's fine. Fine. I'd rather him do that and have a good life.
1: (laughs) I guess. I guess. Although I was, uh, I will say, I was highly disappointed when I when I heard your podcast last week and heard that you were going to root for the Penguins to win Game Seven just so you could root against them in the Stanley Cup Finals.
0: Well, this is the whole logic of that argument is really just so I could care about the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, I get it. If it's it's Predators, Senators. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might as well be talking about like the cricket finals or something in India that I, you know, like I just don't I know any, any player on either team. Like,
1: but I could have I talked you into rooting for the Predators anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, now that I have all this backstory, yeah. Like,
1: and I, even, I, even without the cap, cap stuff, <laughs> there's some cool stuff there. I mean, you've yeah. got, you've got, you know, you got Mike Fisher who's married to Carrie Underwood. Um, P.K. Subban is just as cool as it gets. Uh, it's fun watching him get to be in the finals, especially with Montreal sitting at home after them trading him, basically because you know he has a personality and that being offensive to Canadians. Um, the
0: catfish thing was cool. The, the, catfish, uh, the catfish thing organize. is
1: cool. I don't know if you care about Nicole Kidman um, no. and and. Uh, <laughs> Keith Urban, but they, you know, they're, I think they have season tickets there at games. I mean, it's Nashville. No, Nashville's Nicole, a cool town.
0: Nicole Kidman is a season ticket holder. For I, a think hockey they, team. I
1: think they're there. I mean, <laughs> what else are you going to do? They're in Nashville. I'm sure they have season tickets for everything there and they go to like two games. But,
0: uh, so this is part of why I regret going to – And, a, and Adam Vignon. Uh, yes, CAPS Twitter uh, God Adam. Uh, might yeah. Adam might have been a CAPS correspondent for Mr. Irrelevant at one point. Actually, if you go back in the archives.
1: Well, I mean, um, thank God he left then.
0: Yeah, that guy's I mean, the worst. I, cha- really, I just changed my whole really, opinion on his that guy. was really gone downhill. Since <laughs> the CAPS correspondent. Uh, I mean,
1: I mean, it worked out for you.
0: What is he? Is he like the Predators beat writer for the Tennessean?
1: um the uh, yes
0: i think that's like that's the it, one of the papers down there yeah um, yeah so he anyway this is why that proclamation was short-sighted not just that i was rooting for pittsburgh um yeah. at all ever but i was rooting for pittsburgh so i would care about these finals and two games in i've watched zero
1: so, <laughs> so that worked out i know that but it's not going levels.
0: well for us because yeah. but like. What's the story?
1: Yeah, so so I'll say that, that that European trip that I wrote about, you know, one of the angles I took was that it really helped me get over this this disappointment with the Caps and the playoffs because it was, one, I was over there, right? And how could you not be enjoying the trip and really didn't care about what was happening here? But um, also, now that I'm back, I'm still kind of jet-lagged and I'm falling asleep during these games. But there have been some really interesting things happening like in game one the penguins took 11 shots on goal they took a 12th but that was on an empty net they took 11 shots on goal in the entire game they took zero shots on goal in the second period and won wow that is like how are they not playing the capitals yeah. That's exactly yeah. what would be happening to us, right? right.
0: With some residual stuff, right? <laughs> so Forsberg I think that, that
1: exactly proves that Nashville is us uh-huh. in the Western Conference. Um,
0: Unfortunately, game I think two... Nashville is us in like the nineteen ninety eight Stanley Cup Final. When exactly. He, when he swept exactly. By
1: <laughs> Never been there before. Been swept. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think we're we're halfway there. Mm-hmm. Um, game two, uh, as far as I can tell, the entire game was played in three minutes.
0: Um, Are you talking about the, last, it, the first three minutes of the third period?
1: Yeah, it was. It, and so That's that first what, it game. Like, it
0: was like one nothing. I think, at the second intermission. And then I like flipped it on to catch the third period. And it was 4-1. to one.
1: Yeah, it was 1-1. 1-1. It was 1-1 in the first. It was 1-1 going to the third. Mm-hmm. And then it, within, I think, like three minutes, three goals were scored. In the first game, um, Nashville actually scored first and then had it overturned by one of those idiotic there was an offside four minutes earlier when a guy lifted his skate by two inches. And it was Forsberg, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they went back and reviewed the offsides that had nothing to do with the goal, which is maybe the worst rule in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, they ended up not getting that goal. Pittsburgh went up 3 not took one shot the rest of the game. Nashville came back and tied it up in the third, and then Pittsburgh scored on their first shot in, like, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, last night it was all within three minutes. And so you have uh, uh, Nashville's goalie, uh, Pekka Rine who's been this amazing goalie for a couple of years. A lot of that credit could probably go back to now Capitals goalie coach, Mitch Korn, uh, for the time he spent in Nashville working with him. And now he's in the finals and has been falling apart. So again, another Capitals tie. And well, I mean, Mitch. Very Korn. capital play. Who,
0: who doesn't love Mitch? Korn? He's the best, right? I'm a huge fan of his work. You love him. Um, okay, so it's not looking good for the Preds or no. any of us. Uh, no. <laughs> um, and that's that's fine because I'm not. Because that's what happens. Um, but this see this off season for the Caps. Yep. I don't know how accurate this is, but it seems to be depict being depicted as like a potentially an off-season of great change. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of talk, probably far-fetched, about Ovechkin being traded. There's a number of free agents, including Oshie. Um, I mean, Oshie yeah. tied Ovechkin as the leading scorer, I think, for the team this year. Um, yeah. Certainly one of the most valuable players. What are, what are you really watching or, or kind of rooting for to happen here?
1: So Ovechkin's not going anywhere mm-hmm. um, ever. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Someone and wrote should, about
0: this that it was like almost impossible. I can't remember yeah, who it I mean, was. It was like a really good like breakdown of like, this is just not a thing. Like Ovechkin getting traded yeah. is not a thing that's going to happen.
1: It, it, it's whoever wrote that is someone that actually cares about what they're writing about, not about getting clicks. Um, somebody
0: at the Post. I can't. Remember. I don't think it was one of the beat people, but I, I just can't recall. Anyway. Whatever. Yeah, no. so
1: it's Boswell. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, he, there's no way. You can't move that contract. And even if you could, they wouldn't do it. Um, there are a ton of free agents, uh, both restricted and unrestricted. The biggest one is Oshi. Um, Russian Machine Never Breaks did a great analysis of, because there are stories coming out that they're negotiating with him um, And pretty seriously, and it looks like they might be able to keep him, um, which would be huge to me. um, He's he is the one you want to keep. He's been an amazing player for us for the last two years, on and off the ice. Uh, And if you can keep him, you do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The issue is I want to
0: hear more about how he's amazed you off the ice, like just with his charm yeah and his
1: his his, <laughs> his eyes his hair his wife <laughs> his wife his yeah. yeah his wife is beautiful he's he's as happy as can be he's a he's a funny guy yeah go I follow go follow
0: about oshi the other day i don't know why it was, a point was made about how he's undersized how yeah. he's like six foot nothing 185 pounds or something and that was surprising me because, I, like, I don't have any perspective because I haven't, like, seen him up close in person. You just see him on well, TV. He's got, like, this big head, and he's in all this equipment. <laughs> I was, like, shocked that he wasn't, like, 6'4", 220.
1: Well, he doesn't look small on the ice. Yeah. He just doesn't.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but I guess hockey players aren't, like, that – like, Ovechkin's a big hockey player, right? And he's, what, like, yeah. 6'3", 230?
1: And Ovechkin actually looks bigger mm-hmm. in person than, than he does on the ice. I mean, he's thick. Um, and not fat, like the off-season thing a couple of years ago. I mean, he's just a strong guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but I'm sure we'll see that he's fat by August again,
0: right? <laughs> right. Uh, hopefully the picture includes his little, like, back tattoos, like the little tramp stamps <laughs> that he's got. Don't,
1: see, now you're just trying to get Ian happy again, the, the, <laughs> the guy that wrote the, the Pins fan that writes with us. He loves bringing up the tramp stamp. And then I'll just point out that Sidney Crosby lives with Mario Lemieux. Um, <laughs> so so but so if they do keep oshi the only right. way it looks like they can do it is to move brooks or pick mm-hmm. um financially that's the only way it happens and
0: is that bad like tell me like layman caps fan is, is the losing? you know my, a bad
1: thing. so i i my instinct is you know fine Keep Oshi move or pick. Uh, I have no problem with that. Um, The issue is once you start digging deeper on that. So, the reason everybody said that this could be the year as we were going into the playoffs, right, is that the the there was serious depth at the forward position, right? But we also had the number one defense in the regular season, which is not very capsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're in the off season, and you're talking about okay, if you keep Oshie, then Orpik's gone. Um, Shattenkirk was a rental; he he'll be gone.
0: Shattie Deuces? No, not Shatty Deuces. <laughs> yeah.
1: and. Most likely, who else is going to be gone? Uh, Carl Alsner.
0: Oh, I'm glad you answered that question because I was like, I don't know.
1: Come on, you can name them all. <laughs> right. Yeah, so you're talking Alsner, about three that's, three that's, of that, your top that's
0: six. That's like Mr. Cap, one of them. Right. I mean, him and Carlson have been back there forever.
1: Exactly. So, you know, you're very likely losing three of the top six. Now, now the one great thing that came out of the playoffs is you, you saw that um, Schmidt was – Definitely a top six. Schmidt should be playing all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest mistake we made in the playoffs, and, and it falls right on Barry Trotz's, I don't know, what, what do things fall on? Plate, shoulders, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, wherever things fall of Barry Trotz's. Once Alsner came back from his injury, he was too scared to sit a defenseman and just played with seven defensemen the rest of the way or he didn't trust another forward so he kept an extra defenseman and it went a forward short and it made no sense and it threw everything off and once he saw it i didn't think it maybe it worked the first game the only reason it worked is because we got somebody ejected for killing Sidney crosby two minutes in you know so you ended up with six defensemen the rest of the game but after that, it didn't make sense, and he stuck with it the rest of the way. And I think we paid the price for it.
0: Well, you blame him for that minor offense, but you don't credit him for killing Sidney Crosby. I mean, that was the master plan.
1: Well, obviously, I mean, we heard, we saw the transcript of the <laughs> players-only meeting. What was the
0: name of that Pittsburgh? I don't it, know let's not it say is, it. Writer. Don't
1: say it. That guy's an idiot. <laughs> I hate that guy so much. I,
0: I had never heard of that dude, and he was like. I don't know, there was like some what he like does, Darren yeah. Rovell vibes, but like if Darren Rovell yes! only peddled in fake news
1: and yes, it was like exactly.
0: like working for Breitbart.
1: It yeah. was like a cartoon Darren <laughs> Ravel.
0: Yeah. He was evil. Like he was just pure evil. Oh uh, God. I forget. Unbelievable. His name, I forget his name. Um anything, Ooh, good. Anything, anything else Keep while it we're forgotten. here? I mean, this has never happened before, it may not happen again.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take that as a comment on me and I'm okay with it. Um <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. what else about the caps? So they're going to lose a lot of people. You're right. There's a lot of people who are going to be gone. Uh,
0: what else about? Okay. So last time we were on a podcast, social media didn't exist. Right. Uh, right. Like literally, I think may, like maybe MySpace and Friendster existed when we were last doing podcasts. But now, <laughs> um, people can follow you on on Twitter. Oh, that's true. That's uh, true. What is your What is your handle now?
1: It's It's Stop the Hats. Stop hats. As the in As in stop throwing hats
0: which was Sidney Crosby's plea after yeah. Ovechkin hat-trick. Is that right?
1: That's correct. It was after the, the double hat-trick game in the playoffs um, when both Ovechkin and Crosby had hat-tricks uh, at Verizon Center. But after Ovechkin's, he, he said after the game, he went over to the refs and complained to them and asked them to make an announcement, asked ask them to stop throwing hats.
0: So the Twitter handle is at StopTheHats. Stop that is
1: the one Uh, you know and speaking of social media and and all the traffic we get
0: mm -hmm, how about the
1: perfect timing of of my post um to to give you that post about hockey after the caps are out of the playoffs Mm -hmm. like 15 minutes before the bryce harper brawl
0: yes so i what i appreciated most about that is i was like hey brad uh game seven's coming up could you, if the Penguins win, could you like, you know, do a thing for the finals? And yeah. then you fought, you're like, sure, uh, Jamie, because you pay me so well. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna file this story on Memorial Day Monday, the right? day of the game one of the finals, and yes. give you, if you hustle, like 20 minutes to post this <laughs> after now, Bryce Harper has gotten in a fistfight.
1: <laughs> now, to be fair, I did write it, you know, in Europe. <laughs>
0: Well, good thing nobody's paying us or relying on us for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Yeah, well, that's well, that's what this is all about.
1: The master plan.
0: Um, well, thank you. You are the first guest in Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. iPod history.
1: No, thank you. And you're welcome to everyone else who might have been a guest for ruining
0: it yeah, and um, ending it. Well, nobody can take this away from you unless I... Um, happened to screw up on the uh, publication of this recording. <laughs>
1: right, which could happen. And I'm shocked it wasn't about the Terps lacrosse double.
0: You know, my br- youngest brother, the brother Macham not involved with Mr. Irrelevant, is yeah, like super yeah. into lax. Beef. Like, he's a sweet lax bro. Nice. He was texting Beef. me, and Chris, about Marilyn lax. Like, we cared. And I was just like, you know, <laughs> oh, real cool. You know, I made like a wanking motion, which he couldn't see because we were on text. Right. Uh, there should be an emoji sense for a it. wanking motion. Um, but he could sense it. And then I realized it was the first time in like 48 years that they'd want it. And I was like, yeah. oh, I guess that was oh, kind of a big that deal. That is kind of big. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Beef. Uh, okay, well, anyways, we've gone a little long. Uh,
1: That's what she said.
0: And I thank you for stopping by. No, Thank you. Uh, Let's do it again sometime. uh, Yeah, I'll talk
1: to you in October.
0: Dear listener out there, uh, thanks for joining us. We'll do it again sometime soon. Bye.